0: Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Value FC Fanzone podcast. I'm Sam Iles and I'm Jack Ellis and each episode we'll be talking to an ex-League United player or manager about their time at the club. We're delighted to announce that this week's episode is sponsored by the Harrogate CBD company.
1: Harrogate CBD Company are a local business run by Leeds United fans and they're on a mission to help people sleep better and relax during lockdown. They source the finest CBD products so you don't need to look any further when looking for anxiety relief or a helping hand when struggling to sleep.
0: Research has showed that CBD can help refresh your mindset and increase your focus to reduce anxiety and their oils contain pure hemp, organic ingredients and less than 0.2% THC content. If you want to find out more about their products, visit them on www.hgcbd.co.uk or on Instagram at Harrogate underscore CBD and add the discount code LUFC to receive 5% off all their sprays and oils.
1: But back to this week's episode. And with every podcast, our guest is chosen by you, our followers and listeners who get the chance to choose who we are joined by next by voting on the poll on our LUFC fans own Instagram story.
0: This week's poll showed that over 500 of you wanted a former Leeds attacker to feature on today's episode, rather than the next Leeds goalkeeper, defender or midfielder. All of our episodes can be found on our LFC Fans on YouTube channel, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And last episode, we were joined by former head coach Neil Redfern.
1: This week, we're with an attacker who played over 50 times for Leeds and joined the club from Portuguese giants Sporting Lisbon in 2016.
2: On the
0: Infield now to Sacco, he's got space ahead of him to pick out Roof as well. Sacco's continued his run, into the box, he goes and it's 2-0 for Leeds United. They just seem to dance right through Preston North End and it was far too easy. That's right, today we're joined by former Leeds winger
2: Hadi Sacco. Thanks for joining us, Hadi. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone is good. Thanks for inviting me in the in this website.
1: After a long break of football because <laughs> of coronavirus, players have resumed training in the last couple of weeks, including yourself at your new club, Denzil Spor. Is that right?
2: Yeah, you know that uh, the world are not going so well in this moment, so we are going back slowly, slowly by slowly to uh, training like normal. Uh, we will back uh, to uh, start the league in the 15th June so the thing are doing like easily uh, going well what's it like to be back of course of course I want to uh, to be back on the pitch that's where I'm more happy so quickly I will be back quickly I will be more happy although we plan to speak to you
0: about your time at Leeds is it okay if we start at the very beginning of your career before you join the club
2: yes we can
0: so yeah, your your first club was in France, wasn't it, with Bordeaux and you Ever. signed your first professional contract in 2012 when you were just 18. What can yes. you remember about that and cause signing a professional contract must have been a dream come true for yourself?
2: Yes, it was a good remember. I started my uh I started football in a professional club with Bordeaux, so I did two years in formation. So after these two years uh I pass a professional, so this is what uh, it was an honour for me. I was really uh, enjoying this moment, 18, very young. Uh, <laughs> it was a good member, good member.
0: At the time when you signed for Bordeaux, they were competing in the Europa League, weren't they? And four months after you signed your professional contract, you made your debut, which was actually in Europa League, was not it, against Club Bruges? What was it like to make your debut in such a high profile competition?
2: Yeah, to be honest, it was uh, something like a uh, change from normally. Normally, one, one uh, young player or any, anywhere one player make his uh, debut. He's making on the league, on the cup. Uh, I make this in the uh, European Cup. So it was a little bit more special. Mm-hmm. I remember this game was uh, winning 4-0 uh, when I came in uh, inside the game. So it was... Uh, the best way to come inside uh, to uh, the professional world. So, with winning 4 0, and I have it, no pressure where I was playing at home, it was an unbelievable night this night.
1: Despite not featuring frequently for Bordeaux, you played just 11 games in three seasons. Then you made a switch across Europe to Portuguese giant spot in Lisbon. Was that an exciting move for you at the time?
2: At this time, I was thinking for me it was the right decision uh i was uh, playing in uh in bordeaux for 4 years now 2 years formation and 2 years professional and uh when this uh, club uh, sporting portugal come uh was like yeah it can be a good option for me for my future <laughs> and i signed there and uh yeah it didn't uh, happen like what i wanted but it's football, you know. Uh, sometimes it work, sometimes you learn, sometimes it doesn't work. And this time I think I learn a lot. I didn't play a lot, but I learned a lot for uh, after.
1: So uh, you joined Sporting Lisbon in 2014 and signed a very long contract, which was six years, as well as having a release clause, which was 60 million euros. Was that correct?
2: Is that correct, yeah.
1: Were you surprised that you were handed a long contract? As contracts given to players are usually much shorter than six years, and as well, were you surprised about the extremely large release clause?
2: Yeah, when you see uh, the the Portuguese club, like I mean, like uh, more uh, Sporting Lisbon, every player they sign they, uh, from outside the country, most of them they, they sign a long deal, and uh, they already put like uh, a big clause like uh the one i have it so i mean f- this is not mean like too much for them like uh it's like uh when, after the transfer can open they can decide whatever they want they want so if you see uh, they don't put um they put, they put this close most of all to every every player they sign. Yeah, and whilst you're at Sporting Lisbon, you mainly featured in their
0: second team, the B team, and you made four appearances in the first team, but they all came in the Portuguese Cup. Do you think that you should have been given more opportunities in the, in the Sporting Lisbon first team?
2: Yeah, of course. I was working hard. I was uh, doing well in the B team. But uh, also, uh, in this time when I was uh, there, they have a really strong, strong team in the A team. They have so many good players in front of me. It was really good, so I understand it was difficult for me to to uh, to join to play more in this time. But I think I was uh, needed like more like consideration. And then after two years in Portugal,
0: in 2016, you made the switch from Sport into Leeds. But can you remember how you found, first found out about Leeds' interest?
2: Uh, uh after one year and a half uh, I go to uh, a loan to one uh, club in France, second division social. Yeah. I make I make uh, six months six months there then uh, after this uh, I remember I was playing there I was uh, I think playing all the games. so after this uh, this loan, of course I wanted to continue it on this way to play. And uh, Leeds, uh, I remember uh, my agent called me and told me that uh, Leeds uh, they are interesting uh, to uh, to sign me a loan, and I was very, I was really happy because this is what were one of my dreams uh, to come in England. So one Leeds uh, called me and um, they explained me the 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 project, so I was uh, really excited and uh, joined to this club. What did you actually know
0: about Leeds before you joined? Because, like you said, your dream was obviously playing Europe. But what did you know specifically about Leeds before you made the trip over? Uh,
2: to be honest, I, uh, I just know that it was um, a really uh, good club. Uh, I know in, in general it's a really good club, but before it was uh, playing like for Champions League, for everything there was a. Uh, uh wearing for everything. So uh, everyone who know the English football and the Europe football, they know that Leeds, it was uh, it, it, it is a very, very good club. So um, when they uh, they called me to uh, to come uh, to play there to play for this shirt was like, uh, yeah, this can be uh, really good and I know that they have a f- uh, French big star they play in this club. So they give me more motivation to come.
1: Usually, and especially at Leeds, if a player is close to joining the club, it's rumoured on Twitter and other social medias before it's made official. However, your transfer was slightly different. Uh, there was no speculation about you joining until I think uh, Gary Monk, who was head coach at the time, posted a photo on Twitter of the squad in their pre-season trip to Ireland and you were in it, even in a Leeds track yeah. suit. Even though you weren't officially a part of the squad, can you remember it?
2: I remember I remember uh, before the um, the officially uh, this uh, transfer I was uh, with the group already we was in, uh, in camp uh, and then uh, it was a, a little bit different because uh, I didn't sign officially like uh, in the club or in Leeds city I li- I signed uh, already uh, and I go to the to the camp with the player and um, we make this official uh, <laughs> a little bit strange, like how you say it, with uh, a uh, uh, no, uh, kit training. Tr- yeah, training it was kit, a yeah. training kit. Yeah, training kit, and uh, it was quickly. And for me, it was like, okay, let's do it like this, and uh, quickly. And uh, we will see in the future if uh, I can put my mark in the club. <laughs>
1: what was that pre-season tour of Ireland like, and how did he settle in with the squad?
2: Yeah, it was a bit different uh, for me, because uh, I didn't speak English when I came, uh, but they have some few players, they were speaking uh, French. I mean uh, to Sule, and uh, to Mani and Jordan, and Sol. So for the inter- integration, it was a little bit better for me. And uh, slowly, slowly, uh, I make, um, I make like, I don't know how to say in English, connaissance, is it like that? Connections, yeah. <laughs> connect, yeah. Connect, connection, I think, with the, the player to speak, but it was difficult uh, the first few months because when you have this uh, this world, the language, you cannot speak uh, too much. So slowly, slowly, I make a connection with the players and it was uh, it was good, it was good. And then after that pre-season,
0: your first match in the English Championship was away at QPR, where Leeds lost three-nil. But you came on as a sub. What can you remember about that match?
2: Oh, I remember this—the uh, the stand, the 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 fans, English football—that I really see from my eyes. I was seeing from the TV, but uh, to be honest, I remember this uh, this game. We lost, but the uh, atmosphere—it was unbelievable unbelievable and the, the least one also was there there they was full in the in the package so it was a, um, a lesson yeah it was a lesson we lost yeah but it was a lesson and the uh, opening game really really uh, interesting I remember
0: did, did you find there was
2: any difference
0: on the pitch between the football that you'd previously played in France and Portugal compared to the English game
2: yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, the English football is like more intensive, more, more, a little bit more physically. It's more physically, and uh, we all know the fans is uh, a bit different. So, yeah, for me, it was more the, the football I expected, uh, more the football I played. So, everything was uh, on the side of what I wanted. And then after that trip to QPR,
0: you made your first Leeds appearance at Ellen Road against Birmingham, which was the next match. What were your first impressions of Leeds Stadium and the fans?
2: Wow, well, this day, I will never forget. It was a special day for me. And I uh, remember I for my first uh, league goal yeah. against Birmingham, we lost also 2-1 this game. Uh, um, but uh, it was a good remember for me and to meet this uh, these fans at home. It was uh, really special. I see the atmosphere like uh, everyone was talking to Leeds and uh, I see in this day. It was a good remember, good member uh, this day and um, yeah. Yeah and although like
0: you said Leeds lost the match, you also scored on your home debut at Ellen Road. What did that feel like?
2: Yeah, it was like uh, me. Uh, like everyone know me, they know that I don't score like uh, 10, 10 or fifteen goals for per year. I score a couple, but when I score. I remember all, all my uh, my goal, and some of them are more special. And this one, it was special to uh, to score in front of the in front of our fans. So uh, I remember the the full was. The atmosphere after the goal—it was unbelievable. So it's only good, remember.
1: After a rough start, where uh, you only won one game out of the first six, Leeds began to pick up form and started to begin to climb the table into the playoff places around Christmas time. Do you think there was a, a reason for the change in form?
2: Uh, the, to be honest, the the group, the group in the preseason, it was uh, new the uh, the club make uh, uh, some transfer so i remember this time uh, it was like few player who came in the same times so for the adaptation and the precision i think is not enough to uh, to already connected with every player so slowly 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 uh, we um we get connection ever uh, to our still of uh, of play and the coach uh, and the coach. So I remember it was uh, the game at home when we draw against uh, Fulham, 1-1. And I think after this game it was like a really really start uh, the good way. And uh, I remember this time we was uh, we was good for in a long period.
1: So as well as the club performing well as a team, you were one of the standout players as you used your pace to run at defenders, something which hasn't been seen at Leeds for quite a while. Prior to that year, uh, was that something that's in your natural game, or was it something which Gary Monk asked you to do? Uh,
2: no, I, I think this is my this is my game. This is my game to to play like that, uh, to take the pace and to uh, to dribble to to. Um, to run and stuff like that. This is my game. And this time, I remember we were uh, Gary Monk, the coach, uh, having a lot of confidence uh, of me and the staff also. So they was trying to uh, put me on the best condition to play my game every single game. So it was a uh, it was a uh, good for me to uh, to have it this uh, this kind of um, this kind of stuff and the coach behind me all the time. I remember it was uh, good and uh, enjoying also. So uh, I should um, I should uh, remember the very, really really good uh, good good words that the coach was saying to me every time. And as well as your
0: pace and your dribbling, which you obviously mentioned then, which was uh, positive at Leeds. There was a growing trend on social media after that match at Reading at Ellen Road where fans started the phrase, Square it, Haddie. <laughs> How did you take that? <laughs>
2: Ah, I remember uh, I saw this uh, in the social media after the game and uh, first of all it was like I did I remember I didn't understand good and uh, I say to the to the one who posted uh, what does that mean and he explained to me like uh, that mean when you are in this position you have to pass the ball <laughs> and it was funny because after like everyone and starting to saying this, and it's like uh, how we say this uh, um, double name, I don't know, I don't know how to say this in English, but uh, it was like a, a general, like when I saw like a Lids fan outside or everywhere, everywhere starting to say, scurry, it, square it, it so <laughs> it was fun, and uh, also uh, a little bit of learning, so it was, uh, it was, it was fun, it was fun. Yeah like I remember you posted a tweet of the
0: PlayStation remote with no pass button which was obviously a joke but did you think that it might have been an area of your game which you had to improve on
2: Yeah yeah of course of course uh, I like to uh, to be in this mood uh, to uh, to have contact with the fans so I remember at this time uh, I was a lot in social media so I post this, uh, how do you say this, PlayStation? Um, Remote. How do you say this? Yes. And I post this and uh, it was like, yeah, the the cat and the rats, you know, like uh, we just uh, trying to loss and uh, trying to decompress uh, on the social media. So it was uh, <laughs> it was funny.
0: As well, at this point in the season when Leeds were beginning to play well and pick up points... In December, the FA announced that at the time, Char- Chairman Massimo Cellino had been banned from owning the club, which brought quite a lot of negative attention to the club from the media. Do you think that had any influence on yourself and the rest of the players?
2: Mm, not really. Not really, to be honest. We are, we are all professional. We know that uh, sometimes this can happen in the football, uh, some, uh, some, some stuff and outside the, the pitch. So our words, the, the players, is to be focused on the, the pitch, to stay connected with the, the, the football. That's it. Yeah.
0: And did you did you have any relationship with Chalino? Was he was he just in the background?
2: Uh, Chalino was uh, uh, having a good relationship with the, have a good relationship with my agent. That how uh, you know that uh, Sol, Sol is also a player of my agent, uh, my agent also. So they have a good relation. But me personally with him, uh, I didn't uh, speak with him since uh, he got to uh, to Italy. As well as the off the
0: pitch negative aspects with Chelino, there was a big negative on the pitch for Leeds in January when the side lost to Sutton in the FA Cup one nil, where you came on as a sub. What do you think went wrong for Leeds that day?
2: I don't think the president, uh, the chairman, have an uh, impact on the, this def- defeat or, uh, on the pitch because it's not him who play uh, who play on the pitch, it's player. I think, uh, yeah, we. it's like how we say this football. Sometime you learn, sometime you lose. And this day we lost, I remember, and uh, it was painful for us and the fans and for the club. So we cannot say nothing about it. This is football.
1: Despite the Sutton match, between December and March, Leeds won 12 out of their 19 matches and only losing five matches in the process, which put Leeds in good running for a top-six finish for the first time in a few years. Were the objectives at the beginning of the season to achieve playoffs, or were there no targets at all?
2: Um, The objective of the season, uh, remember when we were in pre-season, the objective was clear to uh, finish on the top-six. You know that the uh, Champions League uh, uh, championship, sorry, is <laughs> a is a really uh, hard uh, uh, season. It's really hard season. 2014, So, to, uh, our objective first it was to uh, to finish on the top six and to stay the maximum time in the in the top six. So we did it good for a while. in the end, we all know the in the end. So. Was painful for everyone. I remember.
1: What did it feel like missing out on the playoffs? Because, like I said, though you were in and around there for the biggest part of the season, and to fall at the final hurdle must have been a bitter pill to swallow.
2: Uh, if you ask me, I will say it's. To be honest, I don't. I, I cannot answer you. You know, it was a good run. It was a good run from uh, when we start uh, starting to win until like when we go out of the playoffs. We did. Maybe almost the year, the season of uh, in the top six when we start, when we came inside. So yeah, to get outside in the the bad moment in this time it was really hard because we all know that come back is uh, uh, is more hard than to come inside. So the teams also up, they was fighting to stay. So it how I said it was a bit mistake of of us and you know so uh bad member this time when we came out and we cannot go back in the top 6
1: when the season finished you returned on back to sport in lisbon which was your parent club but you wrote a tweet saying something on the lines of it may be a goodbye forever or a brief see you later at this point were you aware of your future at leeds
2: at this time uh, no no i just uh, said Like uh, really, thanks uh, to everyone who uh, um, who uh, who who welcomed me in the club because I wasn't alone. And uh, the uh, the talking with the um, between this uh, sporting and uh, Sporting Lisbon and uh, Leeds, they haven't uh, started yet. So for me, it was my rules to just say thanks for the season. And uh, for the after what it will happen, I uh, I didn't know yet in this time. But then, in 2017, at the beginning of the next
0: season, you did eventually make the move to Leeds on a permanent deal. How happy were you there
2: that you were coming back to Leeds on permanent player? Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was an honor for me because uh, I enjoying this year. The first year when i was uh, there so for me to come back there uh it was like uh yeah i'll come back to the family you know uh i have it like no no plan my only plan i asked i tell to my agents was to uh keep going uh to keep going uh here so this it make it happen and uh i was happy this day but then When you did come back to Leeds on a permanent basis, at the time
0: when they announced your transfer, the club had no head coach, as Gary Monk had left the club and the head coach was vacant, did that have any effect on you joining the club because it was uncertain as to who would be your head coach for the next season?
2: Uh, To be honest, I have a good relationship with, uh, with Gary Monk. So is that normal that um, everything who he learned to me uh, to know that it will be not here the mm-hmm. season after yeah it's a little bit uh, sadness inside of me but the football life is continuing and uh, the new manager came and uh, we just uh, you just have to uh, to respect the decision of the club and uh, to adapt uh, yourself to the new manager how did you find Gary Munch as a head coach and how were you aware that
0: he wasn't going to be coaching Leeds for when you became a permanent player?
2: Yeah, the, uh, the message also, we have a group chat and uh, the football player and the club and the message also to, to tell this news. So I, uh, I, I read this in this, uh, this WhatsApp chat.
1: As well as your permanent arrival in 2017, Leeds brought in fourteen new first team players before the start of the season. How was that as a player having so many new players join the squad
2: like how I say is a, always a new uh, adventure when the new players came I think the club you know the they have some uh, some people that are working on uh, on it in the in the club to bring some uh, some good player so if uh, the player who came to the to the team and the club, so the player, the people who was working on it, they know what they, they was doing. So how I said is different in the beginning, and slowly, slowly, you have to adapt everyone to uh, the only uh, single way.
1: So a new head coach was in place as Thomas Christensen took over from Gary Monk. How did his coaching style differ from Monk's?
2: the uh, everyone every, every coach is uh, is different every coach uh, is not looking the same like uh, Christensen have a different uh, way to football to uh, to Moore. so how i said you have to adapt the the new manager so it was a different play style of play a different style of play and then
0: the first match of Christensen's era and your first match when you were a permanent player was Leeds' away match at Bolton, where Leeds won, but you started on the bench and replaced Alioski as a substitute in the 85th minute. After that match, do you think that Alioski's arrival might reduce your playing time at Leeds?
2: In the, in the, uh, in the Bolton game? Just in that season. And uh, ah yeah no uh, Aljoski no it's, uh, it's a it's really good player I remember this time he was uh, doing a really good preseason so it's normal that uh, the coach have the the choice uh, have a uh, have to do one choice and uh, alioski was um, the choice of. The coach in the uh, in this time and it was doing well. We were uh, we was in a really good relationship and uh, that's football. You know we cannot play like more than eleven in the pitch. So so I have to accept this and uh, to work on it to uh, just working hard and uh, to show when I'm in the pitch to show what I can do. And then after signing permanently, you only made eleven appearances under Christiansen.
0: And do you think they should have been given more playing time by him, especially? Because you had such a good season, the season before under Gary Monk.
2: Yeah, I was trying to uh, to to back on the level uh, when I came. So for me, it was like uh, yeah, a little bit different the year before I was playing, and uh, the starting of the of the year after I was I was on the bench of the beginning of the season. So I know that what I was uh, I needed to do just to work, and I was thinking I was working for me working hard and uh, I needed maybe more opportunity I didn't have but uh, that's football you know so cannot do much of this when you have a coach it's always him have the last word so cannot say
0: much about this. Although you didn't feature much for Leeds that season you made your international debut for Mali what made you choose Mali as your represented country over France who you'd
2: represented at youth level? Yeah, it was a uh, honor. It was a honor. I started uh, to uh, the selection with the with the French team. I started this uh, like uh, for four years. It was really, really good. And you have to do one choice when you grow up, you know. And uh, I make this choice uh, from the heart. I make this choice from the heart. And uh, yeah. Was a good honor to represent my uh, my country, the country of my parents. Yeah, yeah. What what was it like? Because you made your debut in 2018
0: against Japan, and then you also featured in Mali squad a year later for the Africa Cup of Nations, which must have
2: be been a very big honor. Yeah, the like uh, the the um, how I said the uh, the big honor to represent uh, his country. Uh, this first game I make against uh, Japan, it was uh, a really good test. I remember this uh, international uh, first game, uh, a uh, first a international uh, game. It was a really really good game. I remember this uh, friendly and uh, yeah, the following this game, I was calling uh, most of the selection uh, until the. African National Cup. I make an injury uh, before the before the last uh, uh, the last uh, 33 calling up. So I was a bit sad. I was a bit sad because this in football uh, can happen also. And I was uh, finished the season well with the, my club in this time. So yeah, some good remember and some sad uh, some sad, sad remember.
1: At the end of the 2017 18 season, Leeds parted company with both Christiansen and his replacement Paul Heckenbottom and appointed world renowned head coach Marcelo Bielsa. Can you remember his first training session at Thorparch?
2: Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember perfectly. <laughs> I do want to know that, uh, yeah, the new head coach came. I remember we have a tough time in this moment. So, yeah, it's like a new brief, a new brief uh, when you are in bad situation and a new manager came. So everyone wants to show, it's like a new depart for most of the team. So, yeah, I remember this first uh, training, it was uh, a bit, uh, bit different, a bit different and funny and, uh, and good also to, to know the staff and the, the coach. When he did arrive, did you believe that you would feature more at Leeds under his watch? I mean, I always believe that uh, that's on me. Uh, I always believe so. Uh, which I don't know which uh, any coach like can arrive or any situation. I will always staying positive in my head to say mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, maybe this is time, this is now the time, this is now the time. So, yeah, the one, the new coaches came, he, he came to Leeds. I was believing that uh, something will change, you know?
1: What did you know about Bielsa before his arrival?
2: Ah, I know a lot about, uh, about Bielsa because he was a... Uh, head coach uh, of uh, of uh, some team of, uh, of France Marseille. and he also managed uh, my friend so my friend told me a lot about him so I know Bielsa like, uh, like a really um, uh, supporter of football. Would you have liked to play under him at Leeds? Yeah, to be honest, when I hear that uh, Bielsa will come to Leeds, first of all, you know, like I think like all Leeds fan and uh, everyone of the player, when you saw this first information, you know, you, you are like, oh, maybe this can be, oh, you know, you believe, you don't believe, you know, everyone have a, his point, you know, and slowly, slowly this uh, information starting to be real, you know. And uh, when it's, I remember in this time we were, we were in holidays and uh, when this uh, was official, I was like, yeah, this uh, can be one of my football. you know, I was starting to talk with uh, some friends who know Bielsa and we know the the football, you know, and uh, this didn't uh, make it happen, so... I have to continue in the in the life and when I saw now the work is doing it is I'm happy first for the club and the the player and the fans. So I hope this uh, end of this season uh, everything is gonna is gonna happen. Like uh, I will not saying everyone know. So I hope and uh, I pray for this. And at the beginning of Bielsa's first season, you were sent out on
0: loan to Spanish side Las Palmas. Was that yeah. your choice to go out on loan or was it the clubs?
2: Uh, it was it was both both it was uh, because I wanted to play in this time and uh, and uh, the manager uh, you know like I understand that uh, I will be not like in the the first choice you know so when uh, I hear this and um the uh, my agent told me that uh, it's good for me not just to go to play, have some some games and the legs and come back fresh and to show the real Hadi that who you are. So I say, yeah, why not? So I go there to Las Palmas, and uh, it didn't uh, happen like how much. Yeah, you only made five appearances for Las
0: Palmas, didn't you? So yeah. why do you think things didn't go to plan there?
2: Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know. I was working. I was uh, working really good at this time because it was new adventure, new country, uh, new uh, teammates. Everything was on the on the side. The coach also was believing in me, but I didn't play a lot. And uh, this was a really great for me because uh, I know that I can really, really do something in this league. The A, uh, Segunda A uh, side on the uh, Spanish league. So this is behind me now. Uh, I have to look forward and uh, that's it.
1: Last Palmas terminated your loan in January and from there you were sent out again, which would be your first spell in Turkey with uh, Ankara Gucu, Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Which was uh, far more successful. Why do you think that was?
2: Uh... Uh, uh, this time, I remember it was really long, really long. Uh, the trans- the transfer window, because from the first day of the transfer window, uh, me and uh, my agent and the club we spoke, and uh, we we already um, concluded that it's better for me to to looking somewhere else to to finish the season. And uh, because I didn't play in the uh, official games, so I I can play uh, to another teams. So yeah, when they decide uh, the Turkey games Ankara Guju, and I said, why not, why not, and uh, I will uh, go there and uh, to play because in this time I needed just to play to play some good games and uh, in the in the good digs also. So first division in Turkey and I I accept the deal and I go there and I was enjoying there.
1: You featured quite frequently for them and helped them to avoid relegation. However, they didn't make your move permanent or extend the loan to the following season. Why do you think that was?
2: Yeah, they have some, uh, some situation uh, a bit uh, different uh, sometime here in Turkey. So they wanted me uh to stay of course but uh i have also to see uh, what what is good for me and uh when i was there in this time uh to finish this season, they have a lot of uh loan player so for the year following i have to also to see uh the project of uh of the club and to see uh, the ambition and everything and uh after all this uh, question uh I make uh, the decision to uh, to sign for another club. So when you finished
1: your loan in Turkey, you returned to Leeds. And at that time, did you think that your time at Leeds was over, or did you think that there was a chance that you were going to play for the club again?
2: To be honest, uh, I remember I, uh, when I come back to uh, my last uh, loan in uh, Turkey. I remember after this, I will. They will give me like okay. You did look good uh, there. Uh, I was uh, thinking they will give me another opportunity. Uh, I was playing games, scoring goals and uh, enjoying uh, football also. And uh, yeah, I was uh, thinking my time is, uh, it will be continued at this time. But then at the beginning of the summer transfer window of this season, you made
0: the permanent switch back to Turkey with Denzel Spar. Was that because you enjoyed your time so much in Turkey the first time?
2: Mm, this it was yeah, on the on the side of uh, of my head, yeah, and uh, also because uh, uh, when uh, I uh, spoke with my agent and uh, the agent spoke with the club, the leads, I mean, uh, yeah, the uh, I have the uh, one year left in this time uh, of my contract and. Uh, we uh, we say the truth and uh we say that is they say that it's better for me like uh, to looking uh, somewhere else. So I was looking for a good project to keep going on to co- keep going on and to play. So uh I stay uh, I uh, make the decision to stay in Turkey. Although you did leave Leeds that transfer window, do
0: you believe that you should have been given more more valued by Bielsa because he never played you once?
2: Yeah, just to try, to try to uh, to try with him, we all know that he's a really, really good manager, so to work with a good manager, it uh, always progresses you. So this is what a little bit sadness for me, you know, in this side, we didn't have this opportunity to work with him, athletes, so that's football. This second
0: section of the show is where our followers get to ask their questions to our guests by commenting on our LUFC Fan Zone Instagram post. Each episode, we select four questions which are commented on our post and put them forward to our guests.
1: This week's first question comes from Aaron, who asks. Hi guys, hi Hadit. My question is, how did your time at Leeds develop you as a
2: player? My time at Leeds, uh, Aaron, uh, it was uh, short and uh, really good. I have some good memories on my head and uh, this club, this city, this uh, this fans. So, yeah, if I have to say, um, if I have to uh, to qualify this uh, time in one world, it was uh, uh, unbelievable. And a,
0: a second question comes from Tom, who asks,
1: Hi, lads. I hope you're all doing all right. Hadi, my question for you is, who was the best player you played alongside without the club? Cheers, guys.
2: Hi, Tom. I hope you're okay. Uh, your question is a bit harder, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, in this uh, this time when I was lead, uh, we have it a really good squad, really good squad, and a really good player. To be honest, to say one player is difficult. Is difficult because uh i mean like the first year more because it's the year when uh, i came uh the strong the 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 the, um, the uh, how to say the um, the team was really strong the team was really strong and uh, they have some really quality player in the team so to to say one is difficult i would say the the team and uh yeah the team and the uh, yeah next up Theo asks
0: Hi guys, hi Hadi. My question is out of all the players that you played with at Leeds which one player would you want to spend the most time with in lockdown?
2: Yeah uh, everyone know I would say uh, Sule <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a good connection with everyone but uh, most uh, with Sule and uh, everyone knows. this And lastly Alex asks
0: Hi guys Hi Hadi. My question is, which player did you learn the most from whilst at Leeds?
2: Good question. Good question. Uh, I, learned, I learned a lot. Of, um, when I have some player, I learn, like I would say, like Pablo, with his experience. Uh, I learned a lot of him. In This time when I was there, he was playing like uh, the first year. Uh, number ten. Is he he started no He started in the cup in the um, number six, eight, and after was number ten and winger. So to show to saw him like uh, experiment per player. Uh, I will say I learned a, a lot of him. And that ends this week's episode. Thank you so much for
0: everyone for your questions, and thank you Hadi for your time.
2: Thank you you. Thank you uh, to the Leeds fan who will uh, hear this interview. Also, it was a good, uh, good interview, and uh, like I will always say, it's mod. <laughs> yeah. a good uh, end of the the week, and uh, I hope uh, see you soon. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. And uh, see you in the prim. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for your time. Bye. Yeah. Bye. 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 We'll be back in two weeks
1: with our next guest, but who will you choose? Stay tuned for the upcoming vote on our LUFC fans Instagram story later this week. Thanks for listening.